Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Trans POV is more than just the trans narrative. There are the usual questions about the trans person's earliest memories and their various stages of gender exploration. We have already discussed the differences between transsexual, transgender, and gender fluid, and that gender identity is different from gender expression, which again is different from sexual orientation. While I am usually open to answering other people's respectful questions, which no one would ever dare to ask of other transgender people, it is clear that simple definitions aren't enough anymore, and we need to be talking about lived realities and sometimes the voices we need to hear from aren't always trans. It's time for a bit of Trans 201. Welcome to Trans Point of View. Welcome back to another fun episode of Trans POV. Here we go again. We are talking body image and body identity, all kinds of just being just and just loving yourself. Now, my guests today are Bowie and Anna. Now, if everyone could just sound off and maybe tell me your pronouns, things like that, and where you come from. So start with me. Okay, lady first, okay. Um, so my name is Anastasia, and I'm from Vietnam, and I'm a transgender woman. Um, your pronouns, she, his. Great. Yeah. And Bowie? Um, Bowie, I'm originally from regional Queensland. <laughs> Gladly escaped. <laughs> <laughs> um, my pronouns are they, them. Non-binary. So, we now, Bo, you and I did a, a, an episode on uh, fitness. Yes. And uh, talking about um, the, the rights and wrongs and and some of the, the myths and whatever. And uh, guys, working from the inside out as well. And Anna, you and I are always talking about body image stuff. Now, you yourself, you you and I have subscribed to a different sort of. Um, trans identity I guess in a way where we sort of do the non-op we're not focused on the running out and getting surgeries focusing from the inside out Um, and we always talk about different projects like how we can talk about these things more with our wider community give me give me a bit of a rundown on on some of the stuff we've talked about so everyone at home can follow along okay so I think the the whole idea of the whole uh, this um, body image um, campaign that we're trying to push is that because personally we have gone through that transitioning stage where like from a male body to a female one and to think of it male or female you know we're, not, we're all the same really it's just the skin and the hair and the the extra bit and the lack of thereof you know and um and you know it's um and i and um for me i struggled with my identity before because i was called ugly as a kid by my family every day and um i hated myself i hated my skin so bad and there was no point of reference for me back in my hometown um, because I came from a very conservative family like family mm. and upbringing. And they are kind of academic, but they are not that progressive. So, and then, so I came here, I, I, I learned about my sexuality first, you know, <laughs> the Actually, most important thing. Yeah, yeah. Sex. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's astounding though. Like we focus on sexuality more than identity, which is so strange. Mm. Now, now you, Bo, you also said the same thing in our last episode was that 
same thing about men and women very much very much the same yeah and it doesn't matter like the specifications of what you're doing whether it's diet or or exercise it's all very much the same yeah it is definitely like a, a body's a body our brain doesn't like we teach our brains gender and all of that our body itself just functions as it is supposed to function it doesn't think i am a man i must do this i must look like this i must be this that's that's all taught to us yeah mm. And so you and I, Anna, we've, we've talked about how, um, you know, there's always that, that quick rush out. It's almost like the, um, uh, as you would say, a nutrition plan or like, say, a, a workout plan. We all of a sudden have this like trans plan where it's like, okay, in three months, I'm going to get the lower surgery. <laughs> and then in a year, I'm going to get my top surgery. And then I'm going to get my, my, my trachea done or I'm going to get my jaw done. Or I'm going to get my forehead done. Or I'm gonna get mm. And there's never any talks of what are you doing to project yourself from the inside out? Mm-hmm. And so we've talked about doing things like photo shoots. Photo shoots um, to embrace a body, mm. you know, um, and because um, I'm actually trying to um, have a campaign where um, we take, like we, we film our shopping experience, um, especially within the intimate department. And then we, to, to, to show that there's a lack of inclusion, like inclusion, and um, in terms of identity and also sizes as well. And, you know, and it also, it, it's, it, uh, for me, it will be very empowering for those who still in the closet are too scared to go out there and really live the life they want and to be proud of their body. Now, you, Bo, you identify as non-binary. Yeah. So when you're going out and shopping, how does that make you feel like when you're going out? Um... I, I kind of, I'm all right with it now. At first I was kind of a bit uncomfortable. I get a lot of looks being in the, the men's area and I like, I buy men's underwear and especially with that, I'm standing there, you know, <coughs> holding them up, comparing, holding them in front of me, seeing what, and I get just weird looks from people. Just, mm. it's like, look, so I'm wearing men's jokes. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I, I still wear boxes at night and, and they're damn comfortable. They're so right. comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> like, Underwear are just so just impractical for yeah. everything. It's like I trust you. yeah, well, so impractical. <laughs> I don't know. I don't for you, Anna. Now, 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 now those at home have got, have got to understand. Like Anna, when I've met Anna, Anna's always been this like very fashion, um, fashion forward sort of person. And so today she's wearing shiny leather pants, and there's no way in hell you can wear boxers <laughs> with those pants. Yes, no. Actually, I wear like two layers of you know. Nickers, you know, because I need to keep everything in place. Well, I do the same. <laughs> yeah. Just to hold, you got to hold everything down and, 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 and then there's, I'm not doing the duct tape like the drag queens yeah. do. There's no way. But, you know, thank God it's cold today, you know, but <laughs> in summer it's... Well, I mean, yeah. plus you're Asian, so that helps. <laughs> oh, 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 really? <laughs> well, so far, like the men I've been with, they, have, they haven't complained yet, so, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, um, yeah, and it's, it's just so fascinating. It's all just a piece of clothing yeah. To cover our our privacy, and then we mm. get judged on that. But oh, did yeah. do you hear about the 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 woman in the UK? Yes, Ashley Cram, uh, the plus size model. Is, is it the plus size one? No, but there was no. another one who won some. Well, we'll, go, we'll come to that one in a minute. Mm. But there was uh, she had won some kind of um, pageant or something like that. But they had seen her outside of the pageant chance, the dresses and stuff, and in her private life, she was wearing boxers. Yeah, like, and they were told her that she wasn't trans enough. Because she wore men's clothing outside wow. of that. And so <sighs> there's there's so many trans women I've seen who actually go so far as like who won't um, won't wear anything masculine. Um, I've seen even down to even things or 
even trans men, well, trans, trans, all trans identities actually, where they don't even want somebody to know about their genitals, mm. uh, don't touch them, don't look at them, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And it's like I've I've seen such a mix of things where just learning to love your body a bit more and mm. just enjoy it for what it is. So, mm. yeah, but that was yeah, not trans enough for wearing boxers. That's crazy. Oh, just the, the fact that people like even say that, like, what does that mean? Like, because it's such a personal thing. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's something that's kind of given me anxiety because like, like being non-binary, I was like, how, how am I going to be accepted in the, the community? Because I don't want to have a full transition. Like I've, I've mm. thought about top surgery, but then it's like, well, I don't want to be, just gendered as male as well so it's kind of finding that balance of like i feel good about myself i i train a lot to be quite muscular um but yeah what what is trans enough i'm sorry but if i'm guarding in the background in the backyard i'm throwing on boxers and i'm just Mm. (laughs) and i'm gonna throw on some some hard yakka uh blunt stones or whatever it is i'm gonna do practical stuff yeah the practical (laughs) stuff i'm gonna go in and go out and wear Pink, heels on you heels on <laughs> and wear pink pink uh you know active wear just to just to pull some weeds yeah like you know like it's um i live in sunshine it's quite a ghetto <laughs> area <laughs> and and then like so i like, guess normally like my staff at the restaurant would see me in when i go out like before i go out, i would drop by the shop and get some coffee and i would look like this today but then normally if i could just do some shopping some grocery shopping in sunshine i wear like my trackies and my Flip-flop and no, hold on, wait a minute. You in trackies and flip flops. Yeah, you have to send me a photo of this, okay? Because every time, every time I've ever known you, you've got either something see-through where you can see your brazier. There's the pants are shiny. I'm quite reserved today. <laughs> you are quite reserved today, except for the shiny pants. But but you in track in track pants and flip flops. Uh, that's uh, that I'd actually pay to see. Yeah, and <laughs> it, it, it's just so weird. Like, oh, you look so different to them. Like, dude, like I'm just going to get some salad. Like, <laughs> yeah. and we salad. Like, I'm just walking past like the butcher. Like, it's not the way I'm gonna see the hottest guys on the earth or anything. You know, it's just so weird. And people just keep on making assumptions. And that's the thing, though. It's 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 that pressure that we need to pre- be presenting a certain way, or mm. like you beat to the rhythm of your own drum, and so do I. And mm. Like I, you know, there's days I'll throw the ball cap on, I'll have a beer and a hockey jersey, and who gives a shit? <laughs> so, um, but that's the things that um, I found that with some of my trans friends, like even still being called dad, my girls like daddy, but she and her, mm. and so I have like my kids were sitting there with my friends, and they were like, "Why are you?" Why do you still do that? Why don't you even call you mom? Because it's like you should be called mom now, not dad. And I'm like, but why shouldn't we? Well, there's these pressures that we have by everyone. Mm. Yeah, like the like the the normative sort of gender roles that we all have on each other. Like you know, like we 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 constantly put each other into this sort of binary boxing system, hmm. which is so, so sad because we reduce all of the possibilities that we could have. Oh, exactly. Know? And it's just so. And the thing is, then the fact that we are sitting right here, like three brilliant minds, you know, talking about something that nobody really focuses on within the trans and the, the queer community. Yeah. Like being expressive, being your own kind of authentic. And now you and I had an idea, you know, like with this whole uh, body image campaign. So basically taking trans people mm. of many different um, walks of life from many different, uh, you know, corners of the world. And just doing, like I said, your videos of the lingerie shopping or doing photos of um, just bodies in general and some of the things we're shamed by. Mm. Um, what do you, how do you see it all going? Well, so far, I guess um, 
I'm actually having a business idea, and mm-hmm. that's just gonna be the startup for my business. Mm-hmm. I really want to see how the public react, and also, I think it's crucial for the trans and the queer community nowadays to give more voice and to be more visible. Well, especially since um, yeah. the Yes campaign stuff. Yes, um, been hit with. like it, well, I mean, I mean, the Yes vote really opened so many doors, like a lot of doors for 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 us and also the haters too. And the only way that we can sort of counteract, you know, retaliate would be being more visible and being more active with community work. And that's why, like, I really want to ask and beg everybody from the trans and the community and in the queer community to take part of this, you know, like to be, because we all wear underwear. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and like we, we we must, you know, it's the, the, the society has dictated us to wear underwear, you know? Well, if you see me on Saturday, you probably wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, it's so... And, and it's just something that is so intimate to to yourself. Yeah. And um, you see yourself in that, in front of the, of the mirror. Now, myself, as, uh, no, identify as a trans woman. Now, I, I have to I have to admit on this. I'm, I'm the same. I I went out to look for just something a bit more... A bit more pretty, lingerie, sort of just, mm. you know, something simple... And I found that even though I am more of a plus-size woman, that I even found the plus-size things that were there for plus-size women actually weren't for plus-size women. Mm. So their idea of a plus-size woman was totally different. But then again, the things I was finding was like 4 and 5X and whatever, and, and it still wasn't fitting my body shape, which was quite ridiculous. Yeah. But then because um, we were born in a male body, so our frame is slightly different. Mm. Like our ribcage, uh, uh, it's wider. And the shoulders as well. So the the way the straps sit on, mm-hmm. it doesn't really um, suitable for the body we have. Yeah. So um, that's something that we should work on too. You know. Yeah. Um, not reducing our, our our shoulders, but you know, work on the the fashion industry. Well, Bowie's gonna help me with that with me. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I even found that uh, being female-bodied and before I kind of transitioned to a more ma- like gender-neutral yeah. style of clothing, that. I've got wide shoulders, I've got a long torso, and I've got narrow hips, so women's clothes would never, never fit me. They were just weird and baggy and too too skinny in the shoulders and too wide at the stomach, and it was, it was just, it just was so awkward yeah. to find anything that kind of suited Well, men's boxers would be so much better. Well, you get such a skinny waist, you're probably a boy section, aren't you? Or yeah. You know? <laughs> like, maybe like size 14, like for the boy section, it'd be, it'd be you or something, you know? I wish I could have that, you know? That. Honey, I, I wish I had either one of your body frames. I mean, look at me. I'm the size of a house. So. <laughs> but it's good, though. Like, I, 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 honestly, if anything, I would love to be slightly bigger, like taller, so I can be more intimidating towards the hater. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's just me. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah like, it's, um, but then I, I'm, I'm really proud of you. Like, you know, I've, I've met you, what, two, almost two years now? Yeah. yeah it's been almost two yeah. years. Wow. And, yeah, like, everywhere I go, people would know me, Cheryl, and... I keep telling them, well, she's like my fairy godmother. So, <laughs> yeah. And well, we're going to work on this thing together. Yeah. We're going to go and put together this this campaign around body image and getting out there and and just you know sharing. So, I'm going to do my best to to bear a bit of more of my flesh for you on this one as well. Yeah. And and get out. I'm constantly on this show, constantly putting myself as a guinea pig on stuff. You, I'm going to sweat for. Yes. You, I'm going to get naked for. I don't know what the <laughs> hell is going on. <laughs> oh, come on. You enjoy being naked anyway. You know? <laughs> well, just look, look, look. A pa- pa- pair of shorts and free bowling is one thing. Getting <laughs> naked is another, all right? Yeah. Um, yeah well, the thing is, like, I have found a few um, photographers and um, they identify themselves as queer. 
Um, they and they love the ideas, and um, it. I, I think it, it'd be great if we can some get some sort of like exposure, because um, already you know um, we need to express mm-hmm. the diversity that that really lays within our community, you mm-hmm. know. And what is a better way than showing our skin and showing how comfortable we are? Yeah, because you know, like as as, as human being, we are constantly pressured by the society on how we should look or how yeah but you felt the pressure yourself when you came out as, as trans and oh, yes. identifying as female what, was, yes. what were some of the pressures you felt okay so at first I came out as gay because I didn't know anything about uh, gender identity or gender oh yeah you, you as a little gay boy was, was totally yeah. different than, yeah. than yeah. and then the thing is so when I first came out as a, as a gay guy and you're being Asian and gay it sucks <laughs> 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 I hate to say this but it sucks and then being like Lanky and effeminate, it's, it, 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 it was like a death sentence for your dating life or whatever. And, um, you know, so I had the pressure of, like, you have to be butch, you have to be masculine, and you, you have to beat the gay ste- stereotype that the society casts on you. That is not flamboyant and that, yeah. Have you ever had a masculine walk in your life? Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> like, no. I, I think your pants are so tight you tiptoe when you walk in a room. So <laughs> but maybe like when I'm in my trackies and, you know, flip-flop, that is the, like the most masculine time ever. Uh, but that's it. Um, so, yeah, and then as a trans woman, like, uh, like I, I would have my, m- even my, my, my male peers, it's like, you're hairy for a girl. Like, you should wax. I'm like, are you for real? Like, I can't Where? Yeah, I can't from that one patch <laughs> on your forearm. <laughs> yeah, it's a birthmark actually. So yeah, and it's just so silly. Like, it's like, oh, you're a girl. Like, you should shave. I'm like, I came from ape though. Like, I'm just like you. I came from apes. Mm. Who yeah. cares? You know. Yeah. And I'm too busy. I'm sorry. I, I have a life, and I'm just too busy to have a proper waxing appointment. Oh yeah, trust me. Look, I try to. <laughs> I, t- I take an epilator to this, and yeah. I'm just like, it's, it's like shaving a sheep. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah, so. and, and and it's a trans woman, and you know, or, or like you know, ah, uh, you should wear more dresses. You know, you 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 should wear this and that. I'm like, but then they are just clothes. They are just clothes. They are just for insulation and an expression of. But you were so worried as well about things like surgery, like the the pressures that said you had to go and have a certain breast size or things like mm. that. And you were freaked out about that, I know, from yeah. the early days. Yes, because, you know, because the first trans people I've met, they all have like massive, tra- like massive rack on them. And then, you know, they would be like immaculate looking. And that's the kind of pressure I faced when I first came out as a gender fluid or well I was going to say because a lot of lot of Asian trans women mm-hmm. would be very much that there would be a lot of pressure to live up to on that wouldn't it yes a lot because um, I guess you know um, being a woman in the Asian culture would be quite tough because you s- you always have this sort of like you have this like the, the certain certain expectation to look to look in certain ways um, and to behave in certain ways and um, so when I first came out as a trans person, I struggled. I struggled a lot. Like, you know, and then th- at the same time, I see all these people who have come out before me being established in terms of their identity and financial um, stability. You know, they all have like the expensive makeup, you know, they, sm- they always smell like Chanel, they always smell like, you know, uh, Yves Saint Laurent, and they would have like the most expensive handbags. And that was the kind of pressure they faced too. And for me, like, oh, hang on, like, now I want to be a woman, and I do I need to look like her? So oh. you, 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 the pressure of smelling like Yves Saint Laurent and Chanel, and dresses as a man before. Give me 
there's a woman. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's just so you know, and it, it's an eye struggle because you know. So you have this study to tell you, telling you that, yeah, like oh, you're a woman now. That yeah. you should you have to look way. like you that, have to yeah. look this way. You have to have a bit of makeup on, but don't wear too much because you look like a whore if you wear too much mm. makeup. Oh, you I know, got I got that when I went home to <sighs> the Midwest. I was getting the whole, well, you don't do too much, don't do this. Like <clears> my mom was like, well, now you're a woman, so you need to start doing this and doing that. You need to be more feminine. And I'm going, but but. I I I just want to kick the football. <laughs> like I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I know, and then it's just so silly. And then even like the most like fashion obsessed person, like if they should know, like Coco Chanel, she broke the the, the rules by dressing women in suits, and mm. yeah, that's just weird. What about you, Bowie? Like coming out as 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 non-binary, and you were talking about you know top surgery and, and stuff like that. What, what, do you still feel those sort of pressures to go be be more masculine or or what what kind of pressures you face? Um, I think I I do feel like I need to. I feel the pressure to look androgynous because it's like okay, you're non-binary. You've said you're not either, so therefore, don't look like either. It's like don't dress too masculine. Like I I do prefer the masculine style of clothing, and then it's like, well, why don't you just go and transition and be a dude then? If that's how you want to look. But, but what is what is what is androgynous or non? But like, what is that style yeah. supposed to yeah, be? Yeah, right. It's like especially when there's this gendered clothing. It's like you can have really feminine stuff, or you can have men's clothing. It's like there's no in between. It's like if I, I wear jeans kicks and you know a t-shirt that's generally what i wear and it's like well that's men's clothes <laughs> like because you never the same see ladies me. wearing that like there's so many <laughs> it's, it's women like, do it's yes. like you once you move away from being cisgendered it's like you've got an image that you've got to kind of fill it's like because it doesn't matter that there's so many other men and women out there who wear these other varieties when you're in this little category right here this is how you have to look because we expect you to look like that. So we feel comfortable with naming you as something. <laughs> so but I always find it funny when you get these names, like everyone comes to the names and they're like, my name is now Q. I am called K. And it's like, okay, we're not, we're not the men in black. You can still be called, you know, like a, a, a proper name. But, yeah. you know, it's, 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 there's these pressures I find on non-binaries that are, yeah. that there's no rules. But then I've found that even now people are starting to, they were coming to me to talk to me about gender markers. And mm. they were talking, oh, they don't like MX and stuff like that. I said, I'm not MX. I said, I'm not MX. I'm not a non. I said, I'm a woman. Mm. And they're mm. like, oh, for transgender people. I said, I said, whoa, 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 whoa. You're cisgendered. You don't understand. I said, I don't identify as, as this. I yeah. said, I do. You know, I'm very gender fluid in some of the stuff I do. Yeah. I said, but I'm a woman. I said, I don't want to go by mm. MX. Stop trying to put me there. I find it so hard to find places where I can have that MX. It's always got to be female. I've always got to be a Ms. And it's, it's just like, oh, mm. I'm, I'm just not. And it's like, mm. I'll ask. It's like, okay, can I have this title? And they'll look at me really blankly and be like, what? What? What, what is that? What is that? Yeah, like, like, I don't oh, understand. Oh, just do, do you find yourself as well with, um, with being non-binary that you have not so much uh, uh, an issue with what you're projecting to others, but say your own body itself. Like, do you feel that sort of hate like against your body? Like some trans people do. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have, um, which is one of the reasons why I'm wanting to get top surgery. I really, I really have an issue with having breasts. Um, mm -hmm. I feel they're so just foreign. Squishy. Like, but yeah, <laughs> just, it's, it's like having this just weight there that I just, feel kind of traps me and it's like I don't want to have that I don't feel like that 
kind of makes me who I am and like I've, I've trained a lot to kind of because training reduces the size of them so mm-hmm. I've kind of as far as that goes naturally I've kind of limited how visible they are and mm-hmm. like I, I tend to wear like baggier shirts and stuff just so I don't look like I've, I've got a lot of anything there but mm-hmm. I find yeah I really struggle to feel comfortable like even just looking at them or knowing that I have them and feeling them mm. it's a big See, challenge I know with myself like I, I felt that pressure with getting top surgery done like I was really adamant on the whole non-op I didn't want to go and promote any kind of surgeries because it wasn't what made us women mm. like but for me like I had an underdevelopment and, I'm, and I remember looking and going they were just like little and sort of like not even they looked lost in the rest of my frame and it, it took me a bit to get my, my head around getting my breasts augmented because of um, that trans, my own stigma that like, but I'm not doing this because I'm trans, I'm not doing this because I'm trans. So I remember sitting down and really processing why I was getting it done. And, and we, when I finally became comfortable with what breasts I had developed was when I was comfortable having my, my breast augmented. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us don't take that time to sit down and think about the image of our bodies, what we think about our bodies. And it's like, well, my body doesn't look like you. Mm. You tiny, <laughs> no, I'm flat. You're tiny, <laughs> but my body isn't like you, so I'm not whatever enough, or I'm not this enough, or I'm not that enough. Yeah. So you know, mm. it's um, it's it's really un- honestly because I I struggle with body image my entire life. You know, like I was the ugly duckling, and I was the the, the overly famed gay guy, and now like I'm the flat chested woman, <laughs> and it's it's very annoying that you know like. I I I really get got to feel comfortable in my own skin, mm-hmm. just because they just like I, I keep hear, hearing voices from outside. Mm. Like, Shh, don't talk about the voices. Mm. <laughs> 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 like, like, don't listen to them. <laughs> it's just you know it's it's very it's very frustrating. Mm. Um, yeah. And um, you know and then even recently like so my ass got bigger slightly. Yeah. Um, recently due to HRT, mm-hmm. but at the same time I still have people telling me oh they're, they're still flat though like you know and I'm like well my is I, I got fatter I'm not saying that you know like my bones got bigger mm. you know yeah. and that's something that you can change like you can augment your breasts you can augment um, your like you have hair extension you can remove the hair but you can't change your bone yeah that's right you know like you, you can't change the, the very thing inside you mm. exactly no you can't um, yeah. that frame is there so you can't make that change at all you know and in this are like it, it doesn't matter like how hard you try to be to be more cisgender looking you are still a trans woman you are still a trans person mm. and I will never have an ovary to you know or to carry a baby yeah um, and actually a womb to carry a baby but you know <laughs> um, yeah and and, and I, I think we, we we have to live with that fact yeah. Um, yeah. So what? Um, so where do you see this campaign? Like, what are you hoping the campaign will end up doing then? For because um, we're showing a bit more, maybe a little bit more flesh, a bit more of, of who we are, mm. on a more intimate side of things. Mm. Um, what are you hoping that people see apart from uh, chasers and fetishists? Who? Um, yeah. <laughs> well, this. Well, the thing is, like, this campaign is not just. For trans women, or um, for trans women, or for um, a queer person, any queer pe- other person, it's for everybody. Mm. Because you know, I'm, I'm actually quite tired from seeing my my friends. So like all of my 
some of my gay male friends, like they go to the gym like five to six days a week, two hours e- each day, just to look, just just to have that image. Mm. And, and yeah, I see that. There's such a culture of that to go yeah, and, and and meet a um, uh, a certain expectation. Like at guys who's like, okay, let's catch up after work. I finished at six thirty, and like, oh, but I've got to go to the gym, and I'm going to be there for like three hours. Yeah, I'm like, wow, that's are you serious? Yeah, like, that's why, why are you doing it though? Like, are you doing it for your health? Or are you doing it because you want to portray such an image? Yeah, that's right. You know, and um, I want everybody to be comfortable. Like, y- yes, work out, but to just to maintain a healthy lifestyle, mm. not just to impress the girls or impress the guys or pick up somebody. You know, it's you see, I find and I hate really that. Like the whole body image thing, especially in like the dating. You and I were talking about mm. this before. Is that you know within the dating space, it's like you must meet a certain criteria, you must meet a certain this, and sometimes some of those bodies that you see are like perfect bodies quoting fingers in the air yeah. mm. um, some of those bodies aren't actually those people aren't actually healthy sometimes no way no way and, and the things that with, with, the, with social media like those images are airbrushed like highly photoshopped yeah like nobody like no girl would have like legs that long uh-huh, come on <laughs> like <laughs> and like thigh gaps as well and that's just oh, so real the, the thigh gap they said it's like a percentage is like the, it's like this really really low like two percent or something like that of like the female population actually have that sort of and there's women who are freaking out and dieting so much that they can have and achieve this mm. thigh gap that they'll never actually achieve because you can't actually achieve it mm. other than starving yourself yeah. Much, yeah and so it's learning just love yourself and i guess for me i guess i'm more comfortable like we were talking before in the other show with, uh, with bowie that um i'm more comfortable now going and doing some of the stuff putting myself out there and, and going through this exercise because I love myself who yeah. I am more same thing with, with your stuff on with the, the campaign mm. that you're doing is you know putting myself there showing maybe a bit more of my body loving myself a bit more and some and showing that I love myself mm. yeah and not stressing about I don't have this surgery I don't have that surgery or my body's more masculine than this or and just yeah and, and that's what we just need to change I think as a community mm. and show the why everyone else outside the trans community that mm. we you know we love ourselves more yeah and uh, and i think the the thing is like it's 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 more important because for me the moment when you take off your clothes and being comfortable in front of the camera or any kind of camera you start to realize your your true beauty you know and that's the message i want to send like i want people to when they take their clothes off they look in the mirror and they feel sexy they feel the be- the best of themselves and a lot of, not a lot of us do yeah, and because you know what? Because we are so stuck on the 2D surface we have on our phones and on our screen. And we're like, oh, we want to look like you know that guy. I want to have her outfit. I want to look like her. But we at the same time, we don't understand the stories behind it. Like, oh, that's it. Some, yeah. and some of those people with those like super ripped like kind of bodies and stuff, the, the effort you've got to go to and the, th- the diets you've got to have and the training you've got to do just to get to that. Yeah, it's dangerous. It's so bad for your body and yeah. it affects your hormones yep. and it affects your organs and it affects your whole body and you end up long-term with such mm. like serious issues and these yes. people are trying to sustain or, or attain something that is just so unrealistic mm. just in general for mm. like 99% of the population. Yes. Like, cause um, I have a I have a bachelor degree in nutrition and food science, so mm. I understand my my food quite well. Yeah. And the fi- the, the the physiology behind uh, the me- the metabolism as well. And yeah. like some some of the the people I've met, like they they are actually killing their bodies. Yeah. Slowly. Yep. They are destroying their own temples. 
Mm. You know, it's it's it's. Oh look, sad. I've done I've done that with chicken wings. So <laughs> that's why I got Boyd. Now I got you, knowing you do this. Yeah. So y- y'all can help me out. You'll cook for me, and she'll. Oh, you tasted my food, and it's, they are quite healthy. And oh my god, I'm uh, so sorry. I just misgendered you for God's sake. I'm so right. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, you'll kick my ass, and they'll they'll make me sweat to death. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, yeah um. And, and 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 that's another thing. And you know, so that's my goal. Like, I want people to. First of all, like maybe not to be in front of the, of the camera if they are not ready for that yet, but to reveal your true skin and look at yourself and see the the, the beauty that, that 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 is that, that, that was um, given to you. Oh, exactly. Mm. And look, and, and, and um, being trans doesn't mean you you're trying to change so much was given to your birth. It's just it's just presenting it, you know the yeah. way that you identify, and um, it's just finding that sort of peace within yourself, really. Mm. Uh, but then to show, you know, to go and do this campaign to find, you know, like you're talking about, you know, finding to better but lingerie that fits or, I mean, just underwear in general. If you can't don't have good underwear, like, you're going to be angry for the rest of the day if that, <laughs> that doesn't fit right. Or like, you know, have to go to the bathroom every five minutes to check your tuck. Oh, <laughs> I've done that. Have you ever, have you ever tucked too much? And I, I come out of the toilet and I've just tucked a little, just a little bit too far. And all of a sudden I walked out and, and you're just kind of like, and I'm like, yes. I'm coming to my friend. They go, you okay? I'm like. No, no, no! I'm like, I can't even breathe, and so like I'm like going behind like a clothing rack and kind of standing there, just kind of adjusting myself while nobody's watching, and it, it's it's horrible. No, it's like it's like for me, I'm like so my ass is a, a is an eight, but it because of whatever I have, yeah, I have to wear a ten, yeah, and then therefore like I have this extra space that constantly. Are you talking about? I'm I'm like a size sixteen in jeans. <laughs> and I'm wearing a size twelve no, undies. Uh, so I'm like, <laughs> I'm talking about like how uh, about my um my occasional flop. Yes, you know, yes. and and it's very uncomfortable like to wear two knickers and. I mean, see, this is the thing, and this is the things we don't even talk about. Like we avoid these topics whatsoever, and it's 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 TMI. It really is, <laughs> but. We can find a way to laugh about it and go, have you experienced this? Oh, my God, I so experienced this. You were 20s as well. Oh, my God, I'm like crotch pot cooking. I can't, I can't help it. But, uh, yeah, yeah and, but we need to laugh about these things, but find better solutions mm. by, by do laughing about it. Yeah, it, it's just because, you know, we, the thing is that we, we body shame ourselves as, because, you know, as a minority. And we, we, we do have certain expectations from the society mm. that we live to. And then so we shame ourselves and then we have them shame, shaming on us so so I f- for me I feel like laughing about it but and by admitting our struggles will really help to lighten the load up and you know and just be more positive great now I know you and I are working on the body uh, positive image thing together mm. but I know you're sort of running with this a bit more yeah. and if anybody wanted to reach out to you to actually discuss this topic further with you Anna how can they do that um can um, they can always contact me through Facebook now? That is like my the best way to reach out to me. I will um, post that on um, the Trans POV um, web pa- um, Facebook yeah. page, um, so they can reach out to me. Great. And not not just only about body, but I'm happy to talk to anybody. Just just like the way you did to me to mm-hmm. really help them and guide them. You know, um, the better way to to cope. You know, with transitioning and. Yeah. I, finding them themselves you know 
Well, I want to thank you both for coming in and, and sharing some stories and having a good laugh with me, especially about the body image. And, and flip flops, <laughs> yes. Anna, Anna in, in, in tracksuit and, and flip flops, we need to find this photo and share it. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Now, I'll be more careful now. You know, I'll be more careful with that. But then that's another thing. I have my other images up there, you know, online. Yeah. And, you know, that days where I was wearing like a wig and with like extreme. Honey, like, uh, uh, there's there's photos of me out on on Facebook that I look like a damn bear. All right, like I, I, I the beard and everything. And you know what? It doesn't matter because it's all part of your story. Yeah, but no, uh, to think of it, I'm, I'm actually quite proud because I I had no role model as a woman, and then now looking at those pictures and I and looking at myself right now this morning, I'm like, I've come a long way, and I and I'm actually grateful for the journey. And I and I get and I have all these amazing people to share my journey with. You know, they they have seen me grow, and I'm proud of that. You know, I'm I'm proud of them too. You know, it's it's amazing. I'm proud of you too, sweetheart. Thank you. Thank you again for coming in, Bowie. Hi, you're welcome. And uh, we'll share everyone's bit, everyone's stories and things they're working on on Trans POV. Uh, thank you for listening. We'll talk to you soon. And thank you for listening today. If you do want to reach out to us, you can get us on email transpov at joy.org.au. You can also get us on Facebook, which is transpov on joy. You can get us on Twitter, transpov, or you can just come to joy.org.au and just follow up what's going on here at Joy in general. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.